5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Let's talk some tech. If you have any questions for Adelaide tech guy Richard Pascoe, now is a good time on 8223 0000. Hello, Richard. Good evening, Matthew. Have you, have you got your pyjamas on? Well, I was going to do that about 11 during the news. <laughs> <laughs> And, and for our usual Tuesday night thing, salt and pepper squid tonight. So oh, yes. I could have, no, I was about to say I could have joined you, but no, I couldn't, of course. No, you couldn't. I, I, Good heavens. Just down so the road. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, look, you're looking well, though. Um, As the, you are, um, Matthew, say so yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see the uh, Electoral Commission has released the disinformation register. What the heck is that? They're, they're trying to go along and... I, I just think it's the biggest waste of time and money I've ever seen in a long time. Um, so they're trying to put forward the truth. They say they're, they're not the arbiter of truth re- regarding political communication and, and do not seek to censor political debate in any way, but they're trying to just say what's right and what's wrong. And when you look at some of the things that are on there, um, such as uh, pencil marks are erased in the counting process, you know, if they've put that up there, Matthew, good heavens, you know, I, I just worry about things, don't you? Yeah, a little. Yeah. yeah. The AEC, I didn't know this one, though, does not require scrutineers to be vaccinated. Oh, really? Yes. How does that work? Almost any, anyone else in government has to be. Yeah, that, well, that's what I thought as well. So uh, people will only be eligible to be party appointed scrutinies if they are fully vaccinated as well. Uh, yeah, no scrutinies need to be vaccinated. So that this, if you want to know it, just go over there. But honestly, I think most of it's a um, total and utter waste of time and money for it. Yeah. Because they yeah. haven't altered it now in a month. Okay. So they've found nothing else, you know, and other nuggets of uh, information. The A the AEC are aligned to the Liberal Party, and the AEC are aligned to the Labor Party. Mm. You know, why are they posting this? I know, I know. And take a pen if you're in doubt about anything being rubbed out on your ballot paper. You're allowed to do that. Yes, you can't <laughs> see people that. then with. We'll hand out the rubbers now. Soon you've got yeah. it, rub it all out. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Anti-trolling bill will do nothing, apparently. That's from uh, Electronic Frontiers Australia. Exactly right. So they blasted this legislation. um, And when you start to understand why they've said it, they're they're saying it's only available to the powerful and well-funded. So the anti-trolling laws, which were introduced into Parliament last month, um, seek to compel social media platforms into creating complaint schemes that allow people to issue complaints against potential defamatory material material, and receive information about the poster of that material for the purposes of initiating legal proceedings. Unfortunately... If you wanted to do it, it's probably going to cost you between twenty thousand and eighty thousand dollars to bring the defamation suit. Mm-hmm. No, so no, only a little bit of cash. Yeah, nobody's going to do that, no. and and it just puts it out. So you know, we need to go along and see who are the idiots who are posting this stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I was actually talking to somebody that that you know I know today, and that every week they're getting uh, an anonymous uh, email from somebody saying what a terrible job they're doing. Yeah, right. You know, we don't need this sort of thing. No, we don't. Uh, but unfortunately, people are keyboard warriors, aren't they? And they, they hide behind fake accounts, fake names. And, uh, yeah, and, and that's what we hardest. need to get out in the open. Yeah. We really do. You know, if you have an account on those platforms, we should be able to see what you're saying on there. Because, you know, t- Twitter is a cesspool. Yep. You know, to me, it's absolutely, it's a shocking thing, you know, some mm. of the things that get said on there as well. And Facebook sometimes exactly the same way. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it is, and yeah, indeed, and fake news for that. Yeah, it's, oh yes, and, and but you know, it's just amazing how people put up stuff. And I see this more on Facebook. Twitter is worse for people's behaviour. Facebook is worse for just the fake news promoted as real news. It's unreal. Yeah, and people will send me stuff saying, "Oh, is this true?" And yep. you look at it and go, "Well, logic will tell you for a start, it's not." But if you want, you know, a media person's perspective, it also is not. It's, so, it's, yes. It's And, you know, we're just still believing what we see on social media. Yeah, totally. Uh, Well, look, you're here to provide interesting information like this. You're also here to help people out with their inquiries. And Jeff has called in from Woodville. G'day, Jeff. G'day, uh, Richard. Hi, Jeff. Richard, thank you for taking my call. Um, Richard, I always listen on the weekends and all whatever, but, Richard, basically... I have an eyesight disability, and most of my life, I've always had an old Motorola flip-top phone. You aware of it? Yes. Now, what happens, a couple of mates of mine have given me two of them, and now I've still got my old girl gun, which I have the Jurex up to keep everything on, to keep it apart. Yeah. But when I charge the battery, that's fine. But when I open up the screen, it is saying I cannot get the screen up. It says... Battery charge, okay. I took it to the television shop down at Arndale, and the lady thought she could help me out. All I need is when you open that flip top, is for the screen to come up, but I can't get that. Can you please tell me somewhere where I can go and then they can at least put it, plug into the computer so as I get a screen up? There should be quite a few places around. I've got to have a oh. think. I've got to have a think overnight about this to where I'm going to send you. Did you say yep. you're vision impaired? Yes, because because I have to look very close at my phone about an inch away yeah. to read the screen, and and I don't want a high tech phone. I just know how to use this phone, and I don't want to go to. I just know how to receive messages. Yep. Send messages, and I don't want an iPhone, the latest stuff. I've, I work within my means. I'm a business person myself, yep. believe it or not. And, uh, and all no, I believe I want, you, Jeff. Eh? I believe you, Jeff. Jeff, I, I've, I've got to just put forward the case here yep. that it would be much better if you bought an iPhone. Yeah. I, I know you don't like what I'm saying. The accessibility features in an iPhone is second to none. Yeah, but with these phones that I got, Richard, is there somewhere that I can go where they can at least, you know, bring up the screen? Put it. I've got the USB to plug it into the phone. Bring up the screen when I open the flip top. To bring up the screen. Yeah, they'd have to. Yeah, uh, look, I'll find you a place, Jeff. You give me a call tomorrow. All right. Yep. And uh, we'll go from there, okay? But there are there are places around, but I've just got to try and think of the right place and around your area too, all right? Thank you, Richard. Well, Richard, if you can hang me back to your producer, I'll grab your, your telephone yeah. number and I'll give you a call. Not a problem. Thank you for your time. Thanks. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, Richard, there are still flip phones available, aren't there? The basic flip phones. I see them in, in post offices, for instance. Yeah, yeah, there's there plenty are, of them around. Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of them around. However, um, for anybody with, you know, accessibility issues, you know, I always say, you know, get an iPhone. Yeah. You know, because yeah, people, okay. you're going to, Siri will read the text messages out to you. Um, yeah. You can dictate everything on there. You know, you can pump the text up as, as you know, to re- huge lettering on yes, your on yeah, your phone yeah. on there as well. So you know, they're they're, they're putting so much money into making um, these you know for people with accessibility issues. Yeah, uh, I think I've told you my ninety year old mum has an iPhone that she's had for about the best part of five years now. In fact, it's her second iPhone and um, or third. 
Let me think. Yeah, her third iPhone she's up to. And um, so she's doing quite well. She's got a hand-me-down from uh, one of my boys. And she's given her old phone to her 88-year-old sister. Isn't that great? So and she's teaching her how to use it. So um, you know, they're they're yeah. If, if if they trust me, if they can do it, Jeff should have no problems. And I always get people. <laughs> yeah, it's, I would think that's wonderful. I always get people who yeah. say they're too old to learn. I had no, a, no. I had a woman today, ninety two, and I'm going to see her next week. She's just bought herself a Google Chromebook. Mm, fantastic. Yeah, I think it's good wonderful. For her. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is good, uh, and it you know. It, helps your brain it keeps you young it keeps everything firing the neurons and all that stuff it's good learning exactly new skills whether right. it's computing or whether it's i don't know learning to play a board game you've never played before it all it all adds up um richard we are going to take a quick break hold on there i'm sure there are other people that want to chat to you about it, and i want to ask you to uh, about 5g versus the nbn next I'm at home in quarantine. Oh, dear. Uh, And, Richard, uh, so much to talk about. 5G versus uh, NBN. What do we know? Is it working? Is it uh, 5G wireless, essentially, beating NBN speeds and all that? Well, I've had a 5G Telstra router for a few weeks now um, Mm -hmm. and have been very, very impressed with it, I've got to say. So speeds can vary. So your location, are you getting a good 5G connection? If you're not sure... Uh, Telstra have got maps, but what I've, I've said to a couple of people is see if one of your friends has got one of the new 5G phones. Invite yeah. them around, give them a cup of coffee, and have a look at how good the signal is on their phone. Um, how many people are using 5G around you, where you put the modem in the house as well. Um, Telstra claims you can achieve typical upload speeds of 46 meg, uh, which is fine, making 5G ideal for doing you know, transferring files and making video calls. Believe it or not, Matthew, I've actually been averaging over 500 megabits per second for download and 50 for upload. Okay, that's excellent, isn't it? Oh, it's excellent. Absolutely superb. Um, I've got great 5G reception on there. Uh, The Telstra 5G plan comes with an included 5G home modem, um, and it's already pre-activated. So once you get it, you've got to order it. It comes in the post for you. You literally turn it on. And it works. You don't have wow. to do anything else to it. It's just literally it's plug and play. It is geo-locked to your home address. So if you decided yeah. you're going to take it to Fred's down the road, it ain't going to work. It'll stop when it's got um, mm-hmm. the next-door neighbours on there as well. Uh, okay. You can sign up for a plan which costs you $85 a month. You get one terabyte of data, which would do most people. And they also give you one-month free trial as well. So if it's not working, you return it, you don't pay anything. Fantastic. Just remind me, Richard, how much did the uh, NBN cost us taxpayers again? Uh, I think we're, we're well over $60 billion, aren't we? <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Yes. Unreal. Unreal, uh, I, Honestly, it? I just think, and Optus are rolling out 5G as well. Mm. Um, but, you know, Telstra really do have the front running on it at the moment. I think some of the Optus um, ones are, are getting in speeds of 400 meg, which would do most people as well. Yeah, unbelievable. And it's the way it's going to go. I mean, wireless is the future, isn't it? Not having these connections, not having cables run to your home. It's all no, it going is. To be I mean, and literally, Matthew, I turned it on. Yeah. Two minutes, all the lights came on. Put my username and password in my phone. It was working. Yeah. 
Unreal. That's the way to go. Um, iOS 15.4 for Apple users. That's out now? Out right now. Came out this morning. So if you've got an iPad, an iPhone, if you've got a Mac computer, there's an update. Um, You know, do the updates. 15.4 brings a mask-friendly face ID now. So you can unlock your phone while wearing a face mask. Um, Mm. I just hope they don't get rid of face masks now in the next (laughs) next two weeks. Yes. As well, I thought of that, but it makes it a bit smoother to go along and do that. I I installed it this morning at about six o'clock in the morning, been unlocking the phone all day when I've had my mask on. Does it very well. Um, There's a new safety feature for air tags on that as well for people that are using them to stalk people. So there's a warning that comes up um, with it now, which is good to see. But I absolutely love air tags because, you know, when I leave somebody, uh, Mm. if if I've left something behind, I, I get a message on the phone going, go back, you left your USB keys behind. Oh, wow. Very good. So, Which, which is great. And yeah. I know you're excited about this, Matthew. 36 yeah. new emojis are coming out <laughs> as well. So we've got a melting face, a, per- a person peering through their fingers, and an awkward biting lip icon that uh, they reckon will achieve, achieve the same notoriety as the eggplant emoji. Uh. <laughs> but on the, on the Mac, um, if yes. you've got one of the new Macs and an iPad, you can put them side by side and you can drag and drop files wirelessly now between the two. So mm-hmm. it's like a second screen. Works very, very well. Glorious just texted, says, what do you mean, that eggplant emoji? What's that about? Um, now, uh, <laughs> Con at uh, Glen Osmond Hi. has called in. Hello, Con. How are you guys? Good, Con. Just listening to you guys on, in the car. Um, you said something about uh, NBN and uh, 5G. Yes. When they did our, uh, our NG, uh, NG, was it N- NBN? NBN, sorry. Yep. In our street, I was watching the guys and talking to them, and they connected it to the copper wire. So how That's right. is it better? Well, 5G it, uses the telephone lines, no copper wire. Oh, yeah, well... But you know what? In saying that, we've got our download is so fast, it works really quick. Good. Some people, some oh, people have a great success with the MBN. Um, I spoke to somebody on air over the weekend. They're paying for twenty five meg. It's barely been above fifteen, and wow. Telstra can't help them. Why not? What location? Location. They're saying they'd have to upgrade the. Uh, I think it's the the node in the street. And oh, it's, no, it's not go. scheduled for another year. So they they oh. put up with this for, I think, it's nearly three years now. God. All right, Con. You Thank you. Thanks for the Thank call. You. Thank you. All right. So there we are. It uh, depends where you live, I suppose. But, you know, still, you're paying for it. You'd want it to be fixed and right. Exactly right. Mm. Donald Trump, his new uh, social media uh, Twitter rival, I suppose, is what it was intended to be. How's that working out? Uh, in a word, is it dud? <laughs> It really so it, it's now the seventy second most popular free app in the Apple's App Store. Um, people struggle to get on it. Um, it's really not working at all well um, mm. for it. They're still waiting for him to post some some sort of stuff on there as well. It, it's there are digital tumbleweeds going through this app. <laughs> What's it called? Truth something. Truth social. Right. There's supposed to be a Twitter clone on there. We're supposed to go on and be able to say whatever you want and yeah. you won't be kicked off. Right. All right. Uh, we'll see. Um, Samsung caught uh, throttling 10,000 phone apps. W- what's that about? So, brand new phones yeah. and they're slowing all the apps down. Why? 
because the apps might be too quick for the phone or vice versa. And it's, you know, pretty much everything that's packed into the new Samsung apps, they, they say they're going to fix out for it. Uh, we're going to test your memory in a minute, Matthew. So the texting mm. app, the contacts app, the calendar, the notes app, uh, the phone app, it's it's all been slowed up. The only apps that aren't slowed up are the be- benchmarking apps. So it looks good if you benchmark the phone. So a lot of people install a benchmarking app to say how fast their phone is um, right. on there as well. So they it looks super fast. Everything else is slowed right up. Do you remember, if we go back in time a bit, Matthew, that Apple copped heaps of flack for um, slowing down their phones? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. This has really gone underneath the radar for this. Mm-hmm. And it really surprises me that nobody's made a bigger uh, thing about this apart from a few tech people are running around. So, you know, it's it's there are 233 listings for Samsung apps on the list and they're slowing the things right down. I, I really I struggle to understand why they would do it. Yeah, why would you do that? I mean, it can't be conveniencing anyone, clearly. It must be the biggest pain in the butt and... Uh uh, it makes no sense. It I mean, drain, they're doing themselves a disservice. It would drain the battery. Yeah, well, oh, so go get a new phone. You know, slow things down. You've got the battery on there as well. You might not yeah. get the battery life you did. And that's one of the reasons why Apple did it, I think, last time on the older phones that they had to yes. make sure that it didn't suck the life out of your battery. Right. I think it's really bad that they can control your phone externally like that. Oh, I do, I do as well. But the, the the problem that I've really got with this is that they're trying to make it still look good by having all the benchmarking apps saying, "Geez, we've got a super fast phone." Yeah. yeah. Unless you're using any other app apart from a benchmarking app. Yeah, unbelievable. So, so you'd be looking at it. Okay, performance says it's it's great. It must I must be in a dodgy area for reception or something. Isn't yep. It? Oh, I, th- I think it was not just reception. It's it's a bit slower to load on there. A lot of people wouldn't mm. realise that this sort of thing would happen on yeah. there. But you know, it's um, they they say they're releasing a fix for it, which is you know it's good to see that they're going to um, come along and do this. But you know, yeah. I, I think after all the controversy with, with Apple last time, um, that they're just escaping any criticism. Mm, not good. Uh, all right, Richard, uh, really appreciate your uh, time tonight. Thank you for all of that. Uh, if people want to uh, catch you, in fact, I've got an email just before you give me all that info from Faye, who says you're a first caller with the vision impairment. Can you recommend him to the Royal Society for the Blind? They're the specialists when it comes yep. to uh, accessible things like this. I don't know where he lives, but it's most important, as you said, uh, that uh, someone in his area, that he has someone there to be in touch with him. I just heard your conversation, thought I'd get the ball rolling, but it's his choice at the end of the day thank you Faye um yes that was the caller with the flip phone I think the, Greg, motor, the Motorola one right at the beginning yes. he's gonna he's gonna you know and urge you Greg ring me tomorrow so we can just talk about this yeah indeed all right thank you Richard now you'll be on with Jade tomorrow yeah I'm with Jade tomorrow and if anybody wants to get me adelaidetechguy.com.au Richard Pascoe my guest 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis